Holistic Wellness and Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kimberly Ann Marsden, holistic psychologist, astrologer, and Reiki master. On today's show, I'm going to be talking about sacred spaces, how to create one in your home, and why you should even consider doing that. So join me on this short episode as we dive right in to creating a sacred space just for you. Hello, hello. So today I wanted to take some time to talk with you about creating a sacred space. And so what is sacred? Sacred is anything that we hold dear, you know, that we have a reverence for. And in order for something to be sacred, that we have to have, first of all, the intention for it to be a sacred space or place. And we also need to have the actions that follow along with keeping that space sacred and the care, the care of the energy, the care of the physical place, the care of the energy in the space, because everything is energy. And most people are pretty good about saying, okay, well, we need to take care of the physical space. We talk about, you know, people would think you were nuts if you said that you never cleaned your house, right? Or you never did any laundry. You didn't ever clean your clothes. People would be like, what's wrong with you? Of course you need to clean your clothes and you need to clean your house. You'll have dust. You'll have, you know, dirt on your clothes and those things aren't good. Well, the same thing goes for the energy in, in our homes and in our lives in general, but today we're keeping it to the sacred space. And I'm going to just talk about the home because I think that's one of the most common places for people to have a sacred space or to be their sacred space. And so to keep our homes clean physically, obviously there's certain things that we need to do. And I'm a big believer in all non-toxic cleaners. That's what I use. That's my um, belief system. And, you know, but so my point is I do the physical cleaning And we all need to do the physical cleaning, but just like we need to do for ourselves, we need to do the physical, the emotional, the mental, and the spiritual piece for our homes, for our home to feel like a sacred space. We also need to address the energy in our home. And let me just give you an example. So if you think for a moment, have you ever walked into a room where there were people already talking and maybe they stopped talking or they weren't talking at all, and you could just sense how the room felt? if they were arguing or if they were happy, that's the energy in the room. And I know that I've definitely walked into places and been like, oh, I don't like the way it feels in here. I may not even know why. I may not even know what it is, but I'll get the sense that's not somewhere that I really want to be. And so in order to create a sacred space out of our home, we need to realize that our home needs care energetically as well. And it needs to be taken care of in a way that's going to honor it. And the ways to do that energetically, there's a bunch of different ways. But the first thing I want to say is it's important to clean our own energy fields. And one of the ways to do that is using smudge. And smudge is smoke that you use to clear your aura, the energy field around you. Sage is the most common 
thing used in smudge, but it's not the only thing. And each different element that you put in the smudge basically has its own properties, things that it's good at clearing. And sage is really great. It heals. It's very healing, but it clears negative energies. It has purification abilities and it can clear any negative spirits. So it's very powerful and one of the most commonly used things for smudge. The other things that you can, you can use a lot of different things, but the things that I also use is a combination with sweet grass because that also purifies, it protects, but it also attracts and creates positive energies. And then you have myrrh, which is very healing and has spiritual protection. Frankincense is also another one for spirituality and protection. And juniper berries bring in protection again, but also love and health. So each one of those things is going to offer a little bit of a different cleansing property. So whenever I'm out and about, when I come home, I go outside and I smudged so that I'm clearing my energy field. And when you first start doing this, at first, to be honest, when I started doing this years ago, I didn't like the smell of it. And I was like, Ooh, Ooh. And then I began to love it. And as my energy became more clear, I really started to enjoy enjoy smudging. And now I'm like, okay, I feel, I can feel the energetic difference after at first I didn't understand, didn't feel very different. Um, but that being said, it's a very powerful tool that you can use because when you're out and about in all the energies that are out there in the world, you can bring those home with you. Just like when you're out and about breathing, you can bring home you know, physical viruses and illnesses with you. It's the same thing energetically. So it's really important to take care of yourself on all levels. Smudging is something that we do at my house. And even when, you know, friends and family come visit and they know they come from the airport, they're going to be greeted with smudge before a hug. (laughs) Um, And it's all with love. So I say that because that's one of the most powerful ways to clear energy out of a space. And so I smudge my house once a month. I do different areas of my house. And when you smudge, you always want to open the windows and use the smudge and then basically air it out and let the smudge do its job, but have circulation to move it out. And the other thing when you're smudging yourself is to be really careful. You don't want to be breathing in the smoke. I mean, I do like the smell of it, but obviously you don't want heavy smoke in your lungs. You're just clearing around yourself. And it's really important to give gratitude to the sacrifice of the, whatever you're using, the sage, the sweet grass, because they, you know, made a sacrifice to be burned so that you could use their protective properties. And so you want to, once again, have reverence and respect and gratitude for the whole process. And as far as when you do the smudge, I do smudge it in a smudge pot. You can get those very easily online and you light it, but I do, I give gratitude for the sacrifice. And then I smudge in front of my body from head to toe and then up the backside of my body, you know, same thing head to toe so that I've cleared my entire energetic field. And that creates the space around around you keeps your own energy field intact and purified so that the energy that you're feeling is actually your own and not that of the people that you've come in contact with at work, at the grocery store and in your travels. And so that's your own personal space. 
And that's how to keep that, one of the ways to keep that sacred. Now, as far as in your home, you can do the same thing. You can take that smudge pot and go into every room and use the smudge. I go in a circular fashion from the outside to the inside of the room. And when you're doing these types of things, you want to really, once again, have a ritual way that you do it and make sure that, first of all, you clean yourself first as far as either take a bath or smudge yourself or both and make sure that you're purified if you're trying to purify your home. And you can use smudge to do that and a bunch of other things. But before I talk more about your home, if your home is your sacred space or you want to make one room in your home the sacred space, it's really important that the energy be able to flow freely in there. And can energy flow and clutter? <laughs> Not very well. Think of all that clutter as like a big blockage. You know, it, you wouldn't want a blockage in an artery. Same thing in, in your sacred space. You don't want a bunch of things that are taking up space. And everything in there really needs to be, everything in your home or in any sacred space you're creating really needs to be something that when you look at it or you pick it up or you touch it, it feels good to you. It has a positive association for you, whether that be a positive memory or something about it just makes you smile. And it's interesting if you go through, just pick a room and go through and see how it changes. If you start to take care, take out things that don't resonate with you and they may have resonated with you for a long time, but they may just not now. And that's okay. And then you can decide if you want to store it or, or let it go. That's up to you. But in creating the sacred space, the first thing, if it's you know a space in your home, is really to clear out any clutter, physical clutter in the space. And then you can look into feng shui, which is totally a whole nother topic we're not going to cover today. But that has to do with the way you set up the furniture and everything in the rooms. And that also will affect the energy of the room and how the room feels. It feels different. Play around with the furniture in a room and you'll see it actually, the same size room can feel very different depending on how you set things up and your, how relaxed you feel may change depending on how the room is structured and the furniture is structured. For example, in bedrooms, you really want to be able to see the door from where you're sleeping, um, just so you feel comfortable. You don't want to feel somebody can come in behind you and you can't see it. That's just a natural survival instinct. But there's those types of things that you'll see when you look into feng shui. But as far as the, so you declutter and then keeping it a sacred space, you bring into that space things that raise you up, things that make you feel alive, things that make you feel happy and joyful. And then what you do is you create the space by moving the physical objects around in it, making sure everything in that space is something that you resonate with. And now you've put everything into place physically. Now you need to make sure energetically that the space is sacred. And you can do that by, um, like I said, the smudging, but you're also going to need to do it on a regular basis, because like everything else, the energy in the room needs to be maintained, just like the cleanliness of the room needs to be maintained. And there's other ways to do it. You can do it with water. You, water also conducts energy. So water is another way to 
can be used in sacred spaces too as cleansing, which isn't surprising because what do we use water for? We use it for cleansing. And you can use sound. Sound can be used. You can use singing bowls. You can use a lot of different things too. Because what sound is, is, I mean, it's all vibration. And so bringing in sound literally changes the vibration in the room, changes the energy in the room. And think about that. If you are at home and you're by yourself and it's quiet and you go and you put on music, the kind of music you are changes the vibe in the room, right? So if you want to be, if you're sad and you want music that resonates with that, you're probably going to pick a song that, that is very melancholy. And you'll know what that feels like. And if somebody comes in the room, they're going to know what the vibe is in the room, even if they're not listening to the lyrics of the music. Same thing. If you're excited and you're happy, or you're looking for music, that's going to bring up the vibration in the room. You're going to play something that's going to be get getting the vibration to a point where it feels more fun and electric and upbeat. And so those things change how a room feels just like the emotions of the people in the room change how the room feels. There are very detailed instructions. I read a book years ago, but it's uh, one that I always keep because it's always fun to go back and look at and I put it in the notes. It's called Sacred Space by Denise Lynn. She has very detailed instructions about how to clear the energy in your home and how to keep that sacred space sacred. And there'll be a lot of details in there about exactly how to do it. And really, it's all about creating a space that reflects you and reflects how you want to feel in your home or in that room and even more so in your body, because that's your ultimate sacred space. That's why it's important to make sure that you honor it by creating a physical home space that you can relax in and feel peaceful, feel joyous, and feel that when you get there, you have that, ah, I'm home. And this is a really beautiful place to be. And, and you look forward to being in that space and in that place. And it builds you up and helps you reboot. And it really is important. And just play around with it because I guarantee you changing the vibration in that space will make a difference in how you feel in that space and how you feel in your own, in your own body and in your own personal space. So I hope that's something that you can use. And I'm going to head on over to Sparks of Wisdom. Sparks of wisdom, oh, 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 sparks of wisdom, oh, 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 So as far as sparks of wisdom, it's really pretty simple this week. First of all, you are a sacred being. You are absolutely a sacred being. So do yourself the honor of treating yourself as one and taking care of yourself in all ways, including energetically, physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally. And as far as the sacred space of your home, find a space if you don't have one already and create a space 
that reflects who you are and who you want to be and create the energy in that space that fills you up and makes your soul sing and then maintain it. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. One more thing I just want to say is it's really important to be mindful about the energy around you, whether that be other people's energy or the energy of other things. And that's why it's so important for us to create a sacred space and be mindful about the physical objects that are in our homes and in our space and really check in and see, is that space resonating with the vibration and the feelings that we want to have in our home? Or do we need to change something? Do we need to change the furniture around the way it's positioned? Do we need to get rid of some of the items there? Because when we look at them or think about them, they make us feel sad or they, they just don't make us feel the way we want to feel. And so it's really important to start mindfully looking at, at all of those things. So I really appreciate you guys listening. And if you could leave a rating or review on the podcast, I would greatly appreciate it. I hope you have a wonderful week until next week. Be you, be love, and be present.